It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Carolina Panthers are searching for a new head coach and a new GM. I'll tell you why I believe they should hire a GM first right here on Locked On Panthers. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, your team every day. That's our motto here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe or follow the show for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter at Julian Council, where Every Friday throughout the offseason, I'll be answering your weekly Friday mailbag questions either at me or DM me over on Twitter at Julian Council to get your weekly Friday mailbag questions into me. Now, today's episode of Locked On Panthers is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find a qualified candidate you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. As you can probably hear, I am under the weather. I am currently absolutely on fire. Just sweat. So much sweat. Trying to get through the show. I've been under the weather since my final day hanging out in San Diego on Sunday. I got back last night. Didn't get a podcast out there like I wanted to early on Tuesday morning, but I'm doing this now on Tuesday night. So the rest of the week, going to be recording shows. On Wednesday, putting it out on Wednesday night, same thing Thursday, same thing Friday, maybe even throw another episode out there for you on Saturday like I did this past Saturday, knowing I was going to miss Monday and didn't want to hold on to that Mike K interview for too long, knowing how things could constantly change. And because things are constantly changing as the Carolina Panthers are looking for a new head coach, a new GM, I couldn't go. Another day without not talking to y'all, not giving you a show. So the show will go on. I'll be fine, but please bear with me as this is uh this is a, it's gonna be a struggle for your boy here on this end. But appreciate all of you as always. Hope you had a great MLK Day weekend and enjoyed some time. Whatever you did, chilling, going out somewhere. I don't, I don't really know. But let's just get into the Carolina Panthers, of course, looking for a new head coach, looking for a new GM and. I tried to get this answer out of Mike uh, on Saturday's show, whether the Panthers will hire a head coach first, whether they'll hire a GM first, and whether it matters at all. And Mike didn't want to answer the question. Now we provided some nuance, you know, depending on who's available to them as far as head coach and general manager goes. That could dictate whether they will go out there and hire the head coach first or the GM first. And I totally 
understand where he's coming from, although he didn't want to answer the question completely. No, he did, but he didn't give me the answer that I necessarily was looking for. I think a lot of y'all are looking for. But as far as I'm concerned, I think the Carolina Panthers should hire a general manager first. Now, again, I totally understand that depending on the circumstances of who's available, who may not be available, it could be head coach first, then GM first. But for me, when looking at this organization and the issues that it has, which there's a ton of issues, as we know, like the number one problem the Carolina Panthers has have is the owner. David Zepper. He is the problem. He is the reason why this team has been among the worst professional sports franchises here in North America since he's taken over six years ago. Like He is the problem first and foremost. But the second biggest issue the Carolina Panthers really have is a lack of roster talent. Now, hiring a head coach is important, obviously, because you need someone to assemble a staff, someone who can call plays, someone who can get the most out of the players that are out there on the roster. But the head coach is not going to be asked to come in and to draft players, to be the one who goes out there in free agency and signs players that takes care of trades and contracts. That's not what the head coach is here to do in Carolina. And after he fired Matt Rule, he being David Tepper, he talked about how he wouldn't want to have another arrangement like that where a coach had as much power as Matt Rule had, having control of the final 53-man roster, the initial 53-man roster. And that was what made it a little bit murky, trying to figure out, okay, what moves were Scott Fitterers? What moves were Matt Rule? What moves may have been other people? People within the building and organization at that point in time. But we knew at the end of the day, the record just wasn't good enough to even sit here and to argue for Scott Fitter to come back for another offseason and another full season here with the Carolina Panthers. They needed to move on, especially after moving on from a head coach in Frank Reich six weeks prior to getting rid of Scott Fitter. But all I have to say, the head coach here, I don't expect to come in to have a massive say in who's on the roster, what players they're going to draft, what players they may trade for, and who's going to get this contract, who's going to get that contract, and how all that kind of works out. That's why I feel like the general manager, they need to figure out, as far as the talent building side of the roster or of the organization, who's going to be in charge of that. When looking at some of the candidates of the other day, like we talked about a guy, and Mike Disner, the Lions COO who could potentially come in and be that senior vice president of football operations who then could help find a general manager, find a head coach, and be that go-between between David Tepper and the rest of the organization, namely the head coach and the general manager. I want to know who's going to be in charge of that side of the organization before I really want to know who's going to be the next Carolina Panthers head coach. Like, if you get Ben Johnson, that's great, but Ben Johnson's not going to be able to do anything with Bryce Young if the receiving talent is as bad as it's been. They can't get any separation if the offensive line is going to perform in the way that they played. You're not going to have success with any head coach with the current roster the Carolina Panthers have. They need more talent. They need to be better in the draft. They need to do a better job in identifying free agents and not necessarily trying to build their roster through free agency every single offseason. Like, that's the biggest issue I think the Carolina Panthers have had is just the inability to put together a competent roster. So I want to know who's going to be building that roster. I want to know that well before I want to know who the head coach is going to be because the head coach is not calling a game. 
He is not coaching until August, where the GM is going to come in and immediately have to hit the ground running and trying to figure out what to do with Brian Burns, what to do with Adam Thielen, what to do with Ike Aquanu, whether you need to go out there and find another left tackle, what you're going to need to do in the draft, potentially trying to acquire more draft assets. They're going to be the real main star here over the next couple of months, getting a, a coach in, of course, will be great to ha- hear from them at the combine and then be a part of this whole process, but they're not the leading character in all of this. It is going to be whoever the GM is. And I also want to know who the GM is going to be as well as to know, or, or the senior vice president, then the GM, to know what's the future here in Carolina for a guy like Samir Suleiman. A lot of the general manager candidates that we talked about the other day have a salary cap sauce contract background. Do you need Samir Suluan to be here in Carolina anymore if you're going to hire a general manager with that background? I would imagine probably not. Would someone like Adrian Wilson want to maybe move on somewhere else? Dan Morgan, what is his future in the organization? Sure, David Tepper is going to give him a chance to interview as a general manager and they may want to keep him around. He may be well thought of within the organization, that's all well and good, but he's also been here the last couple of seasons that has put together the worst roster in the NFL where this team just went 2-15. and 15. So I want to know who the GM is before I'm really all that concerned about who the head coach because if the roster is not good enough, it does not matter who's calling plays, who's coaching these guys day in and day out because they're just not going to have that kind of success if there's not enough high-end roster talent here in Carolina, which is currently the case. So that's why I feel like it makes way more sense for them to go out there, figure out the front office, figure out who's staying on that side before shifting any sort of attention to the head coach. Now, the Carolina Panthers are not necessarily doing that. They've interviewed several head coaches and have set up some interviews with head coaches. They've also done the same as far as setting up interviews with general manager candidates. Look at where that's at here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. At the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move I can make that'll take my business to the next level in 2024? LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals who make it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully of LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The Carolina Panthers have begun talking to head coaching candidates. They've also started talking to a couple of GM candidates. We'll go over those in just a moment. But a quick reminder as we go through this head coaching process. Last week, 
uh, the Panthers and all the other teams in the NFL could not conduct virtual interviews uh, with coaches that were currently in the playoffs. The only people they could talk to were coaches that did not make the playoffs or teams that had playoff bias. That was the 49ers and the Ravens. I did talk to a couple of those Raven coaching uh, candidates. Also for this week, was it until today or tomorrow on Wednesday where they could start talking to coaches virtually who were in the playoffs? So think about a guy like Ben Johnson and some of the other coach candidates out there, Dave Canales. They could not speak to them until Wednesday, three days after the game. I think actually Canales probably can't start talking to them until Thursday, uh, considering that the Bucks played on Monday night football in their playoff win against the Eagles. And then no in-person interviews can begin until next week. So, they try to slow down the hiring process. Panthers have talked to a couple people, but they can't really have those in-depth conversations where they get them in-house until next week. And that still is really dependent upon who they're targeting. We know Ben Johnson, but also who's available and kind of how things are working out on that coach's end. But looking at the candidates, we talked about them, the list of people that the Carolina Panthers requested to interview. Brian Callahan, the Bengals offense coordinator, he'll be interviewing here in Carolina on Thursday. He actually currently is the longest tenured OC in the NFL. He spent five years in Cincinnati as their OC. Of course, that offense has been fantastic with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. Uh, we have seen T. Higgins, who we hope comes here to Carolina. Maybe Brian Callahan coming to Carolina. That would help T. Higgins come to Carolina this offseason, but he'll be interviewing on Thursday, and the fact that he's the longest tenured OC kind of speaks to how all these owners out there want an OC immediately to be their head coach, call plays, and also how there's not a lot of patience if you become an OC and sticking there in that job. Look at Thomas Brown here in Carolina. So Brian Callahan, Bengals offense coordinator, going to be interviewing on Thursday virtually. Dave Canales, the Bucks offense coordinator, there's been nothing planned or scheduled with him so far. Jero Vero, the Panthers DC, he has interviewed for the job already. He's also been requested to interview down in Atlanta, where I believe he actually has already done that interview and in Seattle has also requested to speak with him. I think Dan Quinn is probably the favorite for that Seahawks job. Even after the Cowboys got their ass kicked and got embarrassed once again in the playoffs, it's an annual tradition. Uh, the script writers just keep writing it every single year. You would think if the NFL is truly scripted, well, they really want the Cowboys to continuously get embarrassed year after year after year. Uh, maybe they do. I don't know. Uh, but Ben Johnson, the Lions offense coordinator, Detroit getting their first playoff win uh, in 32 years and the way this organization here in Carolina is going now with David Tepper. I'm terrified that we're also going to be waiting 32 years for the next Carolina Panthers playoff win uh, with the way that David Tepper is running this thing into the ground. But the hope is that will not be the case. Uh, definitely the case with the other team in town with the Hornets. Good Lord, the next time they win a playoff series, I, I don't know how old I'll be, if I'll even be alive when that happens. So don't want that to be the case, but I can certainly sit here and identify in a way with Lions fans who got to just ex exhale after all these decades of misery. Congrats to the city of Detroit and for Ben Johnson, Dan Campbell, that whole staff, Jared Goff, the redemption story, getting that win against the, uh, the Rams the other night. But Ben Johnson, he is scheduled to interview here in Carolina on Friday. Last year, he was the favorite to the, for the job. I asked somebody, um, how can he be the favorite for the job if he hasn't even interviewed yet? And that person told me, you know why. So Ben Johnson didn't even interview last year for the job. He used David Tepper's thirst for an extension and more money there in Detroit where he actually wanted to be. That has paid off as the Lions are headed to the divisional round. And I would imagine have a great chance against Tampa to get to the championship game. And who knows how things play out with the Packers or Red Hot. It's 49ers. Maybe they're hosting 
missing three playoff games on the way to a Super Bowl appearance in Las Vegas. That would be one hell of a story. Ben Johnson will interview here in Carolina. That is a step forward for where we were a year ago. That will happen on Friday, and we'll see. I'm sure David Tepper is going to try to hand him the job, a blank check right then and there whenever they meet on Friday. Well, I guess he can't really do it. It'll be virtual, a virtual blank check. <laughs> It'll just send him an invoice. Hey, Ben, just uh, tell me what you're I'll just send you a blank invoice. You, you write down your name and how much money you want, and then uh, we'll make it happen. So that'll happen on Friday. Mike McDaniel, Mike McDonald, excuse me, uh, the Ravens defensive coordinator, he's already interviewed. He goes in with that list of coaches that could interview if their teams had a playoff bye. Same with his uh, colleague, uh, Todd Munkin, the Ravens offense coordinator. Both of them have interviewed virtually with the Carolina Panthers. Raheem Morris, uh, the Rams defensive coordinator, he's now available, but we have not heard anything as far as him interviewing Carolina just yet. Same thing with Dan Quinn, the Cowboys defensive coordinator. Bobby Slowick, the Texans offense coordinator, I have not seen anything set up for him just yet. The Texans are headed to the divisional round to play Baltimore on Saturday afternoon. Frank Smith, Dolphins offense coordinator, nothing's been settled with him just yet. And the Panthers have also interviewed their interim head coach and special teams coordinator, Chris Tabor. So that's all where things stand right now as Carolina Panthers are looking for their next head coach. And one quick thing too, Thomas Brown, for the third year in a row, will be interviewing for a head coaching job, uh, assuming that he actually does accept the interview request. And I would imagine a man in his position where he's not going to be here in Carolina next year after the way things went this year, he'll be interviewing in Tennessee. Good for him. And I've come out and said, I really hope that this year does not set him back too far career-wise. Like it's going to happen. That typically, Maybe he gets a head coaching job in Tennessee. And that goes to the NFL PA survey. He was ranked the number two offensive coordinator in the league. That shows that he may not be the best play caller in the world, as we obviously saw here in Carolina this season. But clearly, the players respect him. And being a leader is a little bit more important in my eyes than being a dynamic play caller. You don't have to call the plays if you're the OC. I honestly would, if you're a head coach, I would rather you be focused on the day-to-day and organizing the entire team as more so than being focused on, oh, I got to call the players on the offensive side of the ball. And I know guys like Sean McVay have made it work. Kyle Shanahan have made it work. It's been in vogue the last couple of years in the NFL. But we've also seen examples where like Matt Nagy, it did not work. It's it's not necessarily something that's that has to happen. But that just shows that there are some traits that Thomas Brown has that are certainly attractive more than whether you can call plays or not. Just because he's not a great play caller does not mean he can't not be a great head coach in the NFL. So good for him to get that opportunity. Two names that are missing from that list, by the way. No Bill Belichick, who has interviewed down in Atlanta. It sounds like Arthur Blank is going to do everything in his power to get Bill Belichick. And I wonder, Philadelphia... The meltdown that they had looked like that team quit on Nick Sirianni after a 10-1 and start going to the Super Bowl last year. You thought, okay, this team is going to go right back to the Super Bowl again this year. That obviously is not the case. It's got blown out by Baker Mayfield and the Bucks on Monday night. Does he get fired? If he does, Jeffrey Lurie then go try to get Bill Belichick. Does not seem like Bill Belichick is the answer here in Carolina. Now, I did say this after David Tepper came out and said that ideally his next head coaching hire will be here for the next 40 years and would eulogize him in his funeral. Bill Belichick ain't living 40 more years, y'all. So David Tepper, at least for now, is a man of his word. Now, I think guys like Todd Munkin is like 50. I don't think he's going to – maybe he'll live to be 90. I don't know. But some of the younger candidates like Slowick, like Ben Johnson, those guys are in their 30s. Early, so maybe there's a possibility that they could stick around long enough to eulogize. Dave Canales, same thing. They could eulogize uh, David Tepper. But he looks to be going younger. Jim Harbaugh 
also not on the list. He's interviewed with the Chargers. I think that's a job he absolutely should take. And the Chargers would be foolish not to hire him or Bill Belichick. They can't be messing around with some young hotshot OC to be their head coach. They need to find an established head coach, someone who knows what they're doing, someone who has a history of winning, especially Justin Herbert. They have no time to waste. So Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, who showed interest, Jim Harbaugh did last year in the Panthers. They said, ah, we're not, we're, we're not, we're good. Um, those two have not interviewed in Carolina. And that's the list. So Brian Callahan on Thursday, Ben Johnson on Friday, and a couple others have interviewed so far. Still, for me, I'm I'm thinking about it. I don't really have a preference. I just I want to figure out who the GM is first. I want to see if the Panthers can actually hire someone as general manager or SVP of football operations who can actually build a roster first before getting super uh, caught up in who the head coach is. Because the head coach can be the best play call in the world, but you're just not going to do anything when you got DJ Chark and Jonathan Mingo and Adam Thielen and Terrace Marshall and LaVisca Chanel and this whole collection that they had as playmakers. Let's put that in quotes because there was no playmakers out there all year long. And that I should probably take Thielen out of it, but you understand what I'm trying to say here. Go find someone who can build a roster. That's what I'm concerned about right now. All right, so who will be the people who potentially can build a roster? The Panthers have begun conducting some interviews, or at least scheduling interviews with GMs. We'll give you an update on that here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. The NFL regular season has wrapped up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular you guessed it, parlays, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we talk just for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. This is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if you or one of your loved ones got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from the life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, it will be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jay's case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. All right, we took a look at some of the coaches the Carolina Panthers have talked to as they're looking for a new head coach to replace Frank Reich. Let's look at the general managers as they are trying to schedule a couple interviews. I I have looked and I have not seen the Carolina Panthers having interviewed anyone just yet when it comes to their general manager search. Going back right now as I'm doing this, looking at it, they have... They're going so we know they're going to interview in house Dan Morgan and Samir Suleiman. Dan Morgan, who's the assistant general manager, Samir Suleiman is the vice president of football administration. And just wanted to double check because I looked at this earlier on the Panthers website, and I also looked at NFL.com that has an ongoing tracker of who's been fired, who's resigned, who's interviewed for certain jobs, and yada yada yada. And I just wanted to make sure that I didn't miss anything as far as what they had talked to anybody. So they've only so far interviewed coaches, which 
shows you what David Tepper's priority has been. And I and honestly, I can understand it to a certain extent, even though I'm someone who's come on the record earlier on the show and said that I want the Carolina Panthers to go out there and um, interview or to go out there and to uh, hire a head coach first, rather. So, or hire a general manager there first. So, uh, in a way, like you, they've had, it's been seven weeks since Frank Reich was fired. So, they've had plenty of time to work with the search firm to figure out who they want to talk to. And they put out like a lot of requests for head coaches, of course. They put out a lot of requests for general managers. Only one team so far, the Washington Commanders, have gone out there and hired a GM. They got Adam Peters, him, and Ian Cunningham, two guys that were not um, requested by the Panthers, like two hottest candidates out there. So Peters is leaving San Francisco, where he's been the last seven years, go to Washington. And now they'll start looking for a head coach, which I feel like is the best way to go about it. Uh, but also, that's a very attractive job because they have number one, number two pick. They have a new owner, have a ton of cap space. And of course, it's Washington. You know, that's an uh, organization, new mascot name, but that's still an organization that has a lot of history and a place where. You know, someone wants to be able to attach the name to and be one to turn it around there and give them sustained success, which has not been the case for a long time, thanks to Dan Snyder and all the things that he did wrong up in the DMV over the last couple of decades. So the, that's the only team so far that's gone out there and hired a general manager. Chargers have not done it yet. Raiders have not done it yet. Of course, the Carolina Panthers have not done it yet. So the recap people that they have requested to talk to, Brandon Brown. He's a giant assistant general manager. Uh, Mike Disner is a Lions COO. Mike K, who we talked to on Saturday, kind of talked about how it sounded like if they were going to hire a SVP, someone like Mike Disner would make a lot of sense because he really said, why else would you interview Mike Disner uh, unless you're looking at him potentially being your senior vice president of football operations, being the go-between and someone who's going to lead the search for a general manager moving forward and also search for head coach. You look at the Lions connection. Ben Johnson, that would make sense. Ed Dodds, who interviewed for the job last time it was open. He's Colts assistant general manager. He'll be interviewing here at some point in time in Carolina. I actually believe I saw his name was um, – I feel like I saw him scheduled for an interview in Carolina, uh, but not updated last place when I looked at it. So that's the one thing. It kind of makes it difficult to keep trying to find these. Yeah, so – yeah, it looks like Dodds actually, according to Adam Schefter a couple days ago, Colts assistant general manager Ed Dodds went with the Raiders and will do the same with the Panthers on Sunday. So it looks like Ed Dodds actually has already interviewed for the job. Um, yeah, so he's in, he interviewed for the job on Sunday. So they, that's where they're at as far as that. Mike Greenberg, Bucks assistant general manager, nothing set up with him just so uh, so far. Alec Hallaby, uh, the Eagles assistant general manager. You would think Brian Johnson. I don't know how hot of a candidate he is right now. The Panthers have not requested to speak to Brian Johnson anyways. Uh, they've talked, they want to speak to Ben Johnson, but Brian Johnson, the Eagles OC, they have not requested to speak to. Um, I wonder what would happen with that. Maybe if Hallaby uh, comes here to Carolina, then Brian Johnson gets on the list. Uh, got Kai Harley, Saints Vice President of Football Administration. Nothing's been updated as far as him or Champ Kelly, the Raiders interim general manager. Uh, Nick Mateo. Ravens Vice President of Football, Football Administration. He has scheduled an interview with Carolina Panthers. Go ahead and look at two of the coaches that interviewed here. It's Todd Munkin and Mike McDonald, the offense coordinator and defense coordinators, respectively, for the Ravens. There is another tie that Mike brought up on Saturday's show. If Mateo comes here, possibly those one of those two guys ends up following him as the uh, – Head coach in Carolina. Now, I believe it's only been, I mean, I, McDonald's been there for a couple of years, but I think McDonald was there before, if I'm getting my timeline correct, he was there before under John Harbaugh. 
then went to Michigan with Jim Harbaugh to be the DC. Had one great year. John brought him back up to the big league. So he's actually had a little bit more time with uh, Mateo than Todd Munkin, who spent the last couple of years in college at, with Kirby Smart at Georgia. Then it's his first year back in the NFL. So there's, I would imagine, more of a relationship there with McDonald than there is with Munkin, just based off of how long those guys have been with the Ravens organization. Compared to Munkin, who's only been there for like really, I think, less than a calendar year at this point. Uh, Dan Morgan, of course, he'll interview for the job here. Samir Suleiman, as I mentioned, and Brant Tillis, who is a name that early on a lot of people, at least locally, who cover the team, were mentioning that's a guy that's a name to look out for. Cheese Price been in football operations, and we know that Kansas City has been one of the best organizations the last couple of years. Having Patrick Mahomes helps, of course, uh, but two Super Bowls, I think, in the last four years. That is exactly what you're looking for. So the two of the guys that they have interviewed, uh, scheduled interview, are coming from winning organizations. Chiefs and Ravens, they've already interviewed Ed Dodds. Colts have continuously been a fairly decent and they really haven't been bad they're usually up there consistently as a competitive organization so that's where we're at with general manager interviews and much like head coach really less so than with head coach i don't even know who i necessarily want um it'd be great to get someone philly now i've seen joe douglas lead philly and i don't even know how how he still has a job with the jets uh, after drafting zach wilson and and how poor that offensive line was this year um but tillis sure Halloween, that'd be cool. Mateo, I, 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 I'm interested. I really would love to see them do the uh, senior vice president of football operations deal. Like if they want to hire Disner and then go out there and find a general manager and just kind of completely rebuild that side of the front office, I would love to see that happen. Um, but we'll see whether that will be the case. All right, that's going to wrap up this edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, hosted by yours truly, Julian Council. <coughs> Again, again, be sure to subscribe or follow the show for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter at Julian Council. We're on Friday. I'll be back to answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions. Uh, in the meantime, be safe, be happy, be whole. As always, keep pounding, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.